if we're all on the same page that 2020 is simply destined to be a lucky year, Friday the 17th, kind of the opposite of Friday the 13th, but Friday the 17th are the luckiest day of the year, and this year we have three, and you cannot argue with the rule of three. You've got tonight, January 17th, then there'll be another one in April, then there'll be another Friday the 17th in July. I told you 2020 is going to be a good year. Why is 17 so lucky? Well, amongst other reasons, there's 17 syllables in a haiku. It takes 17 face muscles to smile. If you're into tarot cards, 17 is the card of the stars representing wishes that will come true. And of course, 17 to 1 is the precise ratio for the most potent potion of the tusk of bull walrus and vampire semen. Fishby, hit him with a guitar lead. In the show tonight, my strangest opinion ever, something that may be true until Monday. Lady Gaga's misguided mental health dream and the only bright side to spending all your time alone. Thank you, Fishby. That guitar sounds sharp. But first, before we get to your questions, because the impeachment trial begins in earnest on Tuesday, let's familiarize our, excuse me, let's familiarize ourselves with all of Trump's impeachment trial lawyers. First, you've got Pat Cipollone, who's supposed to be the White House counsel and who's supposed to be representing the office and not the man and hopefully soon woman, but uh, here he is representing the man. Then you've got Jay Sekulow, Trump's personal attorney who's on Fox News like every other fucking day. Then you've got Jane Raskin, a longtime personal attorney of Trump who I've never seen on Fox News, but she's probably been there. Pam Bondi, who very recently was a Fox News contributor and former attorney general of Florida. And while she was attorney general of Florida, one of her many claims to not so fame is after getting a $25,000 campaign donation from Trump, magically decided not to pursue charges against Trump University in Florida. Coincidence? No. Ken Starr of Clinton impeachment fame, he's been tapped from the bench. Of course, he had to resign as the president of Baylor University in disgrace. And more recently, talk about some good work, a lawyer for the murdered Jeffrey Epstein. Also frequently on Fox News, Kenneth Starr. Then there's some guy, Robert Ray, who worked with and succeeded Ken Starr during the Clinton impeachment. And then lastly, the crown jewel of this motley crew, Fox News contributor Alan Dershowitz, who openly bitched during the summer that because of his Fox News appearances and rabid defenses of President Trump, wasn't welcome anymore at Martha's Vineyard Clam Bakes. Aw, poor guy. He's also previously defended the worst of the worst. I'm not being hyperbolic. O.J. Simpson? Check. Harvey Weinstein? Check. Jeffrey Epstein? Triple check. 
So he feels right at home around the Trumps. Again, as you probably know, the trial starts in earnest on Tuesday. Wear your best panties or your best manties. And now, Fish B, let us proceed the only way we know how to question one. All your opinions are strange, but what's your strangest opinion? Uh, that's difficult. That, that's like trying to name Alan Dershowitz's worst client. I mean, how can you pick between that dream team? Uh, my, my strangest opinion? Well, in one opinion, I, I believe that dinosaurs are not extinct and unicorns are a real thing. Follow me here because I'm talking about one animal and I'm talking about the rhino. Have you ever been to Africa? Probably not. But have you ever been to the zoo? And have you ever seen a rhinoceros and the body armor that thing has? Its name of the rhino, it even ends in oceros, like a bunch of other fucking dinosaurs. So rhinoceros is a dinosaur. Thereby, therefore, dinosaurs cannot be extinct. And if if you look at it real closely, how many horns? How many horns does a rhino have? Just one. Unicorns, also real. You're welcome, English-speaking world. You're welcome. What's next, Fishbeat? How many times have you listened to the new Eminem album, Music to be Murdered By? Yeah, this thing dropped as a surprise, and I think it's hella, hella good. I've listened to it two and a half times. There is controversy Because it's Eminem, there's one track titled Unaccommodating, and uh, the lyric goes, but I'm contemplating yelling bombs away on the game like I'm outside an Ariana Grande concert waiting. Yeah, uh, 22 people died in Manchester, England in 2017 when someone bombed the uh, Ariana Grande concert. So that's, uh, that's Eminem. That's, uh, that's what he does. My, my, my theory as, as to why he did that, you can, you can ponder the appropriateness of that amongst yourself. But I think it has something to do with, you know how Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly hate each other? Machine Gun Kelly, very good friends with Pete Davidson. And of course, Pete Davidson uh, used to be engaged to Ariana Grande. Is that a good enough excuse? Again, ponder amongst yourself. But uh, I have a hunch that that might have something to do with it. And speaking of Machine Gun Kelly, who's famous. I mean, his name is Machine Gun Kelly for how fast he can spit. But there is this cut on the Eminem album. It's called Godzilla. Listen to it. It's twice as fast as anything Machine Gun Kelly could ever dream of doing. And I think it's just a big middle finger to Machine Gun Kelly. And on this one, I'm signed with Eminem. What's next, Fish B? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yeah, we get it. Your, your name is in the question. Don't you have an addendum to your new tattoo story? Oh, thank you, Fish B. I, 
I do have an addendum. This is kind of, it's kind of a weird thing, but, but I think it speaks to the truth of why, why acupuncture also works. Uh, I got the tattoo done last Friday, and, and I also flew home from Florida last week, and uh, flying just gets me. It, it, I was in tremendous pain. I, I've had five spine surgeries, and even, even when I landed, like the pressure in my spine, I have this 12-inch scar on the bottom of my back, and it usually folds in like the pressure in my spine, like my scar was what was pushing out. It, it was strange. And I, I was in so much pain for days. And then I went and got the tattoo on Friday and sat there for 90 minutes getting it done, the black rose. And, uh, and, and when I got up, I was totally pain-free. Strange, but true. Totally pain-free. Like the, like the rapid needle going in and out somehow created an exhaust channel for the pain to exit my body. And then I start talking to my tattoo artist about it. He goes, you know, it's strange you say that. I recently had a client who's in constant pain, recovering from a car accident. And he says the only time he can get out of pain and actually feel decent for a few hours is after he goes and gets a tattoo done. Strange but true. What's next, buddy? Who wins the NFL Conference Championship games this weekend? Oh, man. This is tough looking at it. I mean, over in the AFC, you got Tennessee versus Kansas City. Tennessee is playing great, but I'm going to pick Kansas City. I know they're favored. I know they're at home. That might be a weak sauce pick, but that's the way I see it. And then in the afternoon, you've got the NFC on Sunday. Green Bay versus San Francisco. San Francisco has my favorite former Seahawk, Richard Sherman. So I'm going to put heart above head, and I'm going to pick San Francisco, even though I kind of think Green Bay is going to win. What's the Lady Gaga and Oprah rabbit hole you avoided last night? Ah... I'm going to do my very best to explain this right. And again, if you haven't seen it, it was it was this arena in Fort Lauderdale and it was full because it's Oprah and Lady Gaga and a portion of Oprah's program during the course of the day. It was her and Lady Gaga talking about mental health on stage for just about an hour. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Go find it. It's easy. But at one point, Lady Gaga talks about, and, and this is what we got into last night, about how mental health is the world's number one crisis. And I disagreed with that. As much as, as much as I applaud Lady Gaga, as much as a mental health advocate as I am, as previously said, I, uh, I, I, I think poverty and, and climate change uh, frankly, are, are more important than, than, than mental health. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I never assume that I'm right. It's, it's, it's kind of my thing. But the rabbit hole I avoided, and this got a high five from Oprah after Lady Gaga said it. But Lady Gaga was talking about how one of her dreams is to assemble all the smartest people she can find in a room. 
get mathematicians, scientists of all disciplines, psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, doctors, get all the smart people you can in a room. And one by one, start going through mental health issues and solving the problem. And again, while I applaud Lady Gaga and I think her heart and her head are in the right place, I think that's a tremendously flawed way to think about mental illness. Because here's the deal. Every human brain is so different. It is we are all our own unique snowflakes. There there are no two brains alike. And then you combine that with the old nature and nurture and the different things that happen to us and our brains dur- dur- during the course of our lives. There is no cookie cutter, one size fits all remedy for every person. Like you can't look at someone that's schizophrenic and hearing voices and have the same solution for every person. That's why every psychiatrist, every mental hospital you go to, every support group you go to, there will be different opinions from different people. And that's why so many times when you go to a psychiatrist or a doctor of that type, it can be frustrating because it might take a while to get your medication right. And maybe you shouldn't even be on on medication. So... That's the rabbit hole that I tried to avoid last night, and hopefully I explained that kind of kind of quasi-decent. Again, I applaud the attention that she's putting on the mental health issue. I appreciate that she is uh, doing her best to break down the stigmas associated with mental health. But the idea that there can be just one cure for each mental health ailment it doesn't make any sense to me at all, and I, I think that's misguided and misdirected. What's next, Fish B? Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Jesus Christ, Fish B. Are we working Martin Luther King Day on Monday, Mr. Black Lives Matter? <laughs> yeah, that's me, Mr. Mr. Black Lives Matter. The pride of Spoke Angeles, Mr. Black Lives Matter. Yes, we're working. I know it's a federal holiday, but yes, we're we're working on Monday. We didn't work this Monday just because it was Monday the 13th and it was going to be our first show back. And only a moron and his fishbowl would do the first show of the decade on the 13th. That's a recipe for disaster. So, no, I feel like we, we, we've we taken our time. So Monday, Fishby, you and I will be here. Sorry. No fish bee, I will not do that to myself. What's the next question? You sound good. Really? Do I? I sound good? You sound good. When's the last time you had a mental breakdown? Oh, this is fun. I, I, I love when I have the opportunity to, to discuss my mental breakdown. I, I haven't had a mental breakdown in at least the last 23 hours because last night after the show, and we talked about this a little bit too, but there was some kind of lag in, in my podcast getting updated on Spotify, and I found that very, very frustrating. 
And then last night's show didn't post to Spotify either. And I started getting so pissed. Like, like I was literally like, I was, I was shaking. I was so mad. I, I, didn't I needed to call someone I needed to talk to someone but then I also didn't want to bother anyone so so it just kind of kept getting worse and worse eventually I texted my best friend Patricio down in Tempe Arizona and I'm like I swear to god I am about to put all my podcast shit in a backpack grab my passport and just start walking towards Mexico until I get to the Tijuana River and then I'm throwing all my shit in there and I'm never doing another show ever again. Was I kidding? Only 1% kidding. That idea sounded real good to me. I wasn't going to drive. Well, I'm not going to hitchhike either. That's crazy. I was going to do what a normal person would do. I was going to walk to the Mexican border from Washington State. How long could it take? Three, four months? What could possibly go wrong? What's next, little buddy? Are you going to keep it Brockmeyer this weekend? Am I going to keep it Brock? You know, season three of Brockmeyer, by the way, it's been it's been up on Hulu for a couple weeks. I'll be keeping it Brockmeyer season three. And the show is still brilliant, although the sober Jim Brockmeyer is a completely different Jim Brockmeyer, but, but the show is still fucking hilarious. But I'll be keeping it season three a sober Brockmire this weekend. Uh, tomorrow, I have aspirations of going to this uh, NAMI group therapy, uh, National Alliance of Mental Illness. Almost in every city, like once a week, they'll have like drop-in group therapy. So I feel like, I really, really, really feel like after last night's emotional breakdown, that would be a good thing for me. And then we've got, uh, we got my mom's birthday dinner at the finest restaurant in all of Spokangelis. Red Lobster. Uh, I also have aspirations of going to see the film Jojo Rabbit. I'll be going by myself, but it doesn't matter. I want to go see Jojo Rabbit. I've heard the script is is just world-class writing, and uh, if you describe something to me as world-class writing, I'll describe something I want to go see. Then there was a new Frontline this week. It, it, was, it was a two-parter. It's like four hours worth of, I believe it's titled The American Divide from Obama to Trump. And I've only watched the first hour of it, so, so I'd really, really, really like to get that done. Plus, on Netflix now, there's the three-part Aaron Hernandez doc, the former New England Patriot who went to jail on murder charges and then killed himself in jail, unlike Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, random aside here, uh, if that doesn't sound like something good to watch on Netflix, if you haven't watched the new series, it's just one season, but watch The Messiah. I, I, I thought the script on that was absolutely brilliant, too. The Messiah gets the global media ombudsman's seal of approval. Then Sunday, uh, if I wake up in time, I would like to go to, uh, to Buddhist temple across town, you know, hang out with some sober people. And then, and then obviously football, obviously football. We got a bunch of reading to do. I always have reading to do. And, uh, and don't forget YouTube yoga with Adrian, which by, you can follow my progress on, on, on Twitter, by the way, I'm easy to find at Bob Van Dyne. 
day three today of the 30 day yoga challenge and it was uh it was difficult there there was a lot of balancing things to me and I just wobbled and fell over the entire time to the point it was kind of funny see but that's the thing about yoga you don't have to take it so seriously as Adrian says you come to the mat for the experience and I've never once done yoga where I felt worse afterwards that I did at the beginning. So um, still plenty of time for you to join us. Uh, uh, start, And if you're going away, if you uh, want to take the weekend off, that's fine. Just, uh, just catch back up at your leisure and convenience. We're not, uh, we're not taking this thing that seriously. What's next, Fishbee? When's the last time you talked to your professional brain trust? Yeah, I got the best brain trust in the business. I, I got Jennifer White, and honestly, I did. I was killing some time at the airport before I was flying back to Washington State from uh, from Florida, and we, we had a little five ten minute conversation, just just about nothing, just just wishing her a happy new decade. And then, then of course, there's Neil, the Midnight Cowboy, and my main man, Timberlake, the best professional brain trust in the history of podcasting. I need to reach out to them more. I haven't reached out to them as a group in a while, because here's the thing, and part of this is, is a little bit of the mental illness, but, but when, 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 when you're feeling bad, um, you have a tendency to, to just withdraw socially, which, which I do all the time. So, so it's hard for me to be in contact with people regularly. And then also, I, um, the low self-esteem, I always just kind of fucking feel like I'm just bothering everyone, you know? Like, like I'm just bothering people, and I don't want to bother anyone. But I, I do want to reach out to the Brain Trust. I, I have a specific question. Like, uh, and here it is, and I'll throw it out to you for the good of the group, and you can you can DM me on, on Twitter or Instagram or, or, or wherever if you want to weigh in on this. But in a perfect world, because we do this five nights a week, right? But, but in a perfect world, the perfect amount, the perfect length of time for this podcast is what? Right now, it's usually... <laughs> It's usually five minutes within 25 minutes. And it's usually somewhere right between 25 and 30, occasionally a little shorter, but usually it's right between 25 and 30. Is that the sweet spot? Or does it, would 17 minutes be the perfect time? Or is 45 minutes, I, I think we're there, but that's why you have a professional podcast brain trust so you can bounce these kind of ideas off, and all three of them are smarter than me individually. And when you combine the brain power of all three, now we're cooking with gas, as my uh, lovely Nana used to say. And oh, there is uh, there's Isaiah's music, which means once again we've arrived at our final question of the evening. Tonight, Isaiah writes, What's the best part of your solitary existence? What's the... Uh, the, the I mean, there's... Uh, there's very few there's very few highlights to a solitary existence, my main man. Uh, that said, our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player. Uh, you know, I try to never repeat myself other than unless it's unless it's a phrase I really like, like the Tusk of Bull Walrus and Vampire Sea, but the um 
but I've been asked a question similar to this before, and I'm going to stick, it was a year ago, but I'm going to stick with the same answer. Uh, the best part of a solitary existence is you never have to hold your gas ever under any circumstance no need to hold your gas no need to uh no need to feel bad about yourself and and that kind of freedom you just can't buy i mean sure the emotional toll we take in our loneliness and our solitude can't be healthy but the thrill of never having to hold our gas under any circumstance that uh yeah it's not bad it's not bad Alrighty, and now my friends, time now for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale, Kick It Fish B. Goop founder and purveyor Ratchet Coldplay Stained Vagina Candles has a show on Netflix, The Goop Lab, premiering next week, and we won't be watching. Rihanna is single for the first time in three years, and that warms my cockles, excuse me, like Percocet and Coco. Betty White, Comic Gem, and National Treasure is 98 today. Michelle Obama, Hot Mama, and fellow National Treasures, 56 today. Google parent company Alphabet is now valued at $1 trillion. And all my money is still locked into Uber and Grubhub. How am I doing? And lastly, Spotify is now making playlists and podcasts to soothe lonely pets while you're away. And I assume that's why my podcast uploads were so slow and I'm still pissed. Don't fuck with me tonight, Spotify. Don't fuck with me on a Friday the 17th. And lastly, once again, let's send you out of here feeling good. As we approach our favorite book, The World According to Mr. Rogers, Important Things to Remember by Fred Rogers. Tonight we open up to page 21,317, where we find the following passage. If Mahatma knew the way to Maryland, he probably would have liked Dick. It's not that Mahatma didn't like Dick, it's just that he's never been to Maryland. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Fucking Fred Rogers, that guy was a national treasure too, goddammit. Love that guy. Love Fred Rogers. So, that's it. We're back for the, for the first week of uh, 2020. Of, of course, we'll be, uh, we'll be back on Monday working hard on Martin Luther King Day. So have the best weekend ever. As always, be safe this weekend. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. You know Fish B and I love you. Let's talk Monday. Adios, amigo.